Hey there, everyone. My name is Ari, and welcome to Made of Metal, a motivational podcast where we tell stories about regular people overcoming insurmountable odds. So you guys, back for another week, back chatting with another amazing individual. As always, I like to choose stories that I feel would be most beneficial to the platform in terms of you guys, the audience. What will you guys find interesting? What will you guys resonate with? But also, this is a personal journey for myself in terms of self-discovery, in terms of research and connection and community. And today... We are chatting with a young lady who I immediately connected with, honestly, when we were chatting. It was a wonderful conversation, and we talked about some really great subject matter in the self-development, personal development, alternative wellness space, things that I'm always super interested in. So without further ado, I want to say hello and welcome to Andrea. Hey there, Andrea. Hi, Ari. <laughs> Hi. So me and Andrea had a really good conversation. So Andrea, please feel free to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about why you're here. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to share? Thank you, Ari. Yes, it's so good to be here with you. <laughs> oh, thank you. You too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love your work, as I said um, the last time we spoke. Um, and I love the message and the tools of resilience that you share. Um, and because I thank you, I, I do the same thing. I feel very passionate about it too. And I value honesty so much, <laughs> especially in this online space that yes. we are living in. Yes. <laughs> That we all are, we all are participants in. We're all players in this. Absolutely, absolutely, yes. And um, yeah, my name is Andrea, Andrea Dierlein, and I am the founder, and I call myself also the chief energy officer um, of Thrive Reiki. <laughs> I am a Reiki professional, and yeah. So today we're gonna talk about something that I'm very grateful for. And that is my Reiki practice, my personal and my professional Reiki practice. And hopefully to demystify it a little bit, um, shed yes. some light. <laughs> so exciting. I love, I've always, like I said, I've always been interested in Reiki. I've always found it so fascinating. You only know the surface level as in the laying the hands is what everybody knows. So please, Andrea, please demystify this for us. We would love it. Yes, the laying on of hands or energy healing, right? That yes. uh, Reiki is energy healing. And the way I like to look at it is that Reiki is a system of natural healing from Japan that is based on mindfulness practices and touch. And Reiki sessions and Reiki um, practice helps to promote relaxation, stimulate our innate healing response mm -hmm. and support personal development. And that's why it's also um, classified as a spiritual practice. So as you can see, based on this um, definition or based on this way of, you know, describing um, Reiki practice, um, it's already so much more than just laying on of hands and energy healing. Definitely, definitely. You know, it's a holistic way of, I like to personally say, giving us a tool to navigate life. 
Oh gosh. So Reiki is very much, well, from what I understand, it's very much a two-part thing. It's, it's, you're working with somebody to reconnect with your inner energy. Is that sort of like a rough idea? To help them reconnect with that inner energy. So when you think about this, right, Um, we are energetic beings. We are vibrational Mm -hmm. beings, um, right? And, um, And the word Reiki itself, again, it's a Japanese word, and it means, Mm -hmm. you know, universal life force energy. And it's um, based on that concept that um, everything is energy and everything contains energy. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. in order, you know, for us to be well, you know, we need to be in balance. And from a philosophical point of view or from a greater point of view you can also say that reiki as the energy of everything can also be regarded as the energy that keeps everything in balance oh so when you say imbalance are we talking like with nature and vibrations and then oh okay gotcha absolutely absolutely And it's reminding us also that we are human beings and not human doings. Yeah. <laughs> to connect oh, I love that. <laughs> to, to connect us to our own, as my teacher likes to say, true nature mm-hmm. with our essence, with who we really are from the inside out and, and not just, to you know, from what we represent on the outside. Gotcha. Which is what a lot of us wrap our identities up into essentially that external, what we're presenting, what we're projecting. This is so fascinating to me because I feel like a lot of, I mean, I feel like the basis of all healing is going within. You really have to, even though we go with without or externally for resources and tools and help, that is so important. But the bulk of the work really happens within yourself. What are sort of the benefits that somebody would be able to experience who has never experienced Reiki before? Yeah, so the first and the greatest benefit that makes it all possible is to know that a person is able to relax. (laughs) And a lot of times, you know, people don't (laughs) know what it feels like to relax anymore. (laughs) Guilty, guilty, for sure. (laughs) part of being a modern human doing, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. So it's like a stress reliever. Oh, absolutely. And I, and this is what my practice, you know, focuses on um, on Reiki as a tool for stress relief and stress management. And it's really is, you know, it is also about the art of letting go and the art of relaxation. So just imagine when your body is relaxed, Mm-hmm. Things just flow differently. Things just flows better internally, right? Because just imagine, you know, when you make a fist, it stops your blood and your oxygen flow. The moment you open that fist, you feel that surge of energy to your fingertips and the blood flow being restored through your fingers. And just imagine it's the same thing without within our bodies, within mm. our system. Some areas when we hold tension, we we know it's the, you know, it's the tight neck, it's, you know, the not in the, sh- not in the stomach, it's, you know, the heavy shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, but also sometimes, you know, people, or I speak from my own personal experience, I carry tension and stress in the funniest places. 
that I'm not even aware of. And then that just changes how physically like on your body. Yeah. Just ankles, elbows, wrists. (laughs) Okay. That is random. Because you do, not, you always not hear the neck or the shoulders. You never hear like the elbows. You're like, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's really funny. And, and when you think about this, right, when you just think about our blood flow and just like our, our internal system, you know, we're 80% of water and have, when everything is flowing and just imagine it's like a stream of water. Mm-hmm. And when that stream of water is calm and clear, everything is flowing smoothly, but just, Imagine when you have some obstacles in there, you know, like some leaves or some pebbles, some rocks, mm-hmm. throw in some trash that totally changes the flow of the water or of the energy. Oh, oh my God. I love that analogy too of like the energy flowing and the obstacles. I guess what sort of experiences kind of contribute to creating these blockages essentially? Yes. You know, when you think about this, it's just, you know, daily living, um, mm-hmm. one of it, you know, it's just like, but then it's like pain, you know, when, when there's pain, it, you know, we feel it in our bodies, right? It mm-hmm. manifests tension, like, like we talked about earlier, um, stress can be felt very visceral and very physical. So these kind of things, but also it's about the mind body connection. So just about when a person is anxious, Mm-hmm. The body feels it, you know, it's the nausea, yep. it's that um, discomfort in the stomach, it's mm-hmm. the shallow breathing, the heart palpitations, right? When somebody is angry, you know, it's like this inner churning or the heat rising. You and, can feel um, it getting hot, absolutely. Absolutely. So when you think about this, you know, um, strong emotions that we're experiencing we feel them in our bodies and sometimes are, we store them in our bodies. And, you know, the body just remembers and I call it cellular memory. And it's just things just stay there that then cause for a person to, like you use the word, to feel stuck or to feel blocked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, gotcha. you know, oftentimes when you think about this, how difficult it is to release you know, the anxiety or, or the tension or the fear and, you know, and to have the tools. And a lot of times, at least I'm speaking, you know, from my own personal experience before I knew how to help myself and what to do, mm-hmm. stuffing it in, stuffing it down, you yes, know, don't yes. want to face it, don't want to deal with it, swallowing yep. <laughs> things down. Yep. And, and that just, you know, then you bottle everything up and and, and then that yes. changes your internal flow. It changes how, you know, your energy is flowing inside of your system. I have always been interested in sort of the link, like you described, that body, that body-mind link between the things that we experience and the place that we feel pain. I read this book called The Body Keeps Score, which basically really deep dive. Yeah, I'm sure you know this one that deep dives into like all the physiology of trauma and stress. And it was just so fascinating. I'm interested too in how you yourself sort of in your journey, how did Reiki sort of come into, into play? How did you sort of get out of your own sort of places of feeling stuck and blocked to getting to this place where you're able to help others? 
Yes. So the thing is, I am now what I call myself a recovering perfectionist and a mm-hmm. recovering busyholic. Oh my God. And An inspiration. <laughs> An inspiration. <laughs> and I was always working against myself. I was not listening to the signals of my body. So Reiki came into my life seven years ago. And before that, you know, I I had chronically inflamed esophagus. I was grinding my teeth so badly to the point of breaking. Some of my back teeth had to be extracted. Mm-hmm. I was in my, you know, I was in my mid-30s, but this is how I was processing stress, right? Just, you know, keep it inside. Don't yep. let the outside world know that that I'm struggling. Just plug, mm-hmm. you know, plow on plug you know, just keep moving on and just keep performing and smiling. Mm -hmm. And it was eating me up, literally the acid, that stomach acid from that, um, you know, chronically inflamed esophagus was literally eating me up from the inside. So Mm -hmm. I was, I was absolutely miserable. And um, so I, I quit my job. And I moved across the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I moved to, oh my I gosh. Moved to, <laughs> so I moved to Indonesia. So I quit my job in, in New York. So I moved to Indonesia mm-hmm. and um, started the same pattern doing there again until I met a Reiki practitioner and, and she was able to help me to relax because before then I was not able to relax. I did, I did a lot of massages and all these kind of things, but meditation and mindfulness, I thought that this was all very woo-woo and very, uh, you know, out of this world. And mm-hmm. I, because I was so busy, I wanted tangible instant results, you know, and then just sitting yep. quiet and just like, that just didn't work for me. So when I laid on her table and she gave me a Reiki session, I felt an immediate sense of relief and relaxation, something that I was not able to feel before. And that was just so fascinating. So I went to get sessions. And then after a while, you know, um, I was taught, you know, just now it's your time. Now you can learn to pl- to practice Reiki on yourself. And I'm just like, what do you mean learn how to practice Reiki on myself? So I took a Reiki course um, back in Indonesia in 2015. Mm-hmm. It was a quickie course, only four hours. Um, not very recommended. And I don't teach this way now. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I heard there were the Reiki precepts. Mm-hmm. And they are the foundation and the guideline of um, Reiki practice and the philosophy of living in away and they go as just for today do not anger do not worry be grateful be true to yourself and be compassionate with yourself and others and the last line be compassionate with yourself and others a switch turned in my head because for the first time I felt that I was given permission to be kind and compassionate with myself. Oh, so wow. that was totally oh my against my total, my MO, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so when I then started to really practice Reiki and started to really fall in love with the practice and started to educate myself more, learn about all the tools and differences, and then until I realized, hmm, yeah, I want to share this. And then I did my master training and in order in order to, you know, be able to get my certification, I had to give sessions. And Mm -hmm. so in order to do that, 
I needed to rent a space. So this is how I became a Reiki professional. So as you can say, this was not planned. My background is marketing and communications. Very so, roundabout. Um, oh my gosh. It found, it found me. Yeah. And in that process, it has it was it's a tr- it, it it has transformed me and because of my background and because of where i come from mm-hmm. um it attracts also these kind of people um who come to me now and i work with a lot of you know um busy professionals mm-hmm. and male um fascinatingly also male lots of women but also males people mm-hmm. in their mid 30s to mid 60s you know who want to stop working against themselves, who want to reconnect with themselves and just, you know, want to be able to relax and find that sense of safety and calmness within themselves. Oh, you definitely said the the magic word, safety and calmness. Because I feel like that's what contributes to being able to relax, feeling like you are in a space that you are you can relax. And I can resonate so much with the workaholic hustle, hustle, hustle. Time is running out. You got to get every dollar you can. Like you think in the moment that you're just like, I'm, in, I'm driven, I'm ambitious. You know, I just really want to get to it. But it's you are tr- truly harming yourself in the long run for how you're sort of pushing yourself and compromising yourself to you know, get ahead. But it's just like, is it worth it? Is it worth what you're sacrificing? I I could see when you were talking about going through the initial Reiki course and and listening to the precepts that it clearly had a profound effect on you. The transformed is a perfect word because I can sense, again, coming from you, just a, a profound sense of calmness that you were speaking on. So that's incredible. I I am curious though. So like when you started doing, because I'm sure everybody is curious about this too, in terms of Reiki, because you hear about that all the time in terms of the process is such that you go through the training and then you work on yourself and then you work on other people. Is is that just like a foundational practice in Reiki in terms of, again, coming back to that concept of starting with yourself? Like first you have to heal yourself before you can heal other people. You totally got it, Ari. That's wow. that's the thing, you know, because Reiki is a direct experience. Mm-hmm. So first, you need to know how you respond to Reiki yourself, mm-hmm. how Reiki works for you, because it is a very individual, a very personal process. And in order to be able to help others, I need to be able to help myself first before. Just imagine if I had not been doing the work on myself and I had not experienced what I have experienced and somebody comes on my table and, you know, and then it would trigger something in me and then I would not be able to be neutral and hold the space, right? Mm -hmm. Because it would trigger old wounds within me, old memories, and then I would not be a clear vessel, so to speak, to help the other person. It would really, you know, it it, it can get messy. Right. Right, And I've experienced this. So this is why it's so important to have um, 
a, a practice for yourself. And it's very important when people are seeking for Reiki help to ask the practitioner and the teacher, you know, how they were trained, where they were trained, and most importantly, do they practice on themselves? Because it really oh, okay. is about, you know, coming from this place of no anger, um, mm -hmm. no worry, gratitude, compassion, and calmness. And it's not just about the laying on of hands. I'm laying my hands on you and boom, you're going to be healed. It's about having a healing presence so that the practitioner or teacher, you know, provides the safe environment mm -hmm. for the person so they can feel safe to let their guards down in a way so that the healing can occur. Because as you said earlier, in, in order to be able to relax, you know, we need to feel safe and we need to trust and we need to drop control. Yes. Yes. Which is so difficult, especially for people coming out of experiences or situations where they've been shown at every turn you know, that they can't feel safe. So it really is hard to kind of bring that back in, understand like, okay, that experience is over there. This is now, this is me and this is now. Again, this is such a fascinating conversation because I just find um, the Reiki practice such a alternative wellness, but also something that's based in a lot more practicality that it shouldn't just be classified as woo-woo. Like, I've done my own research on Reiki and there have been studies to show that it literally has measurable benefits, which everybody who considers woo stuff is like, oh, science. They have measured that Reiki is a, a legitimate healing alternative. So first of all, thank you so much for giving us that deep dive and sort of giving us a, a behind the scenes of how the training works and how sort of the process in, to it and everything is. Before we wrap up, is there anything that you wanted to sort of leave or share with the audience? Yes. Um, so if you're interested in Reiki and if you have any questions, you know, feel free to reach out to me. Always happy to talk about um, about Reiki and because there is um, so much misperception out there. Um, it Absolutely. really is. Yes. Um, and there's, um, and it's, it's people have and people who offer their services and I think they have great intentions and they do want to help, but some promise things. And it's and just like use your discernment, ask, ask your questions and know that Reiki is not a one-time magical fix. It is It is a process. Um, and and that is that is very important to know that. And if you want to find out more about me and my work, um, I invite you to visit my website, thrivereiki.com. That is T-H-R-I-V-E-R-E-I-K-I.com. And I'm going to let you in on a secret, Ari. Thrive is an acronym. Uh, <laughs> is it? It stands. Yes, it is. <laughs> no way. No, please. Yes. What's the acronym? Yes. <laughs> it stands for transformation, healing, relaxation, integration, values, and empowerment. Oh, my. Amazing. Amazing. I love all, all of my favorite words. Everything that I love. <laughs> That's awesome. That's amazing. And we're, we're going to be including Andrea's information in the episode description. So everybody who's listening, check out the episode description to go to her website, check her out. 
amazing young lady. Thank you so, so much for coming on. I truly appreciate it. So nice chatting with you just in general. You definitely have that healing presence down. So yeah, definitely right profession. So with that, you guys, I hope that you really absorb this episode in that you will look at Reiki a little bit differently for the people who were on the, this is a very woo-woo sign. Do a little bit of research. Go to Andrea's website, check it out, read people's experiences and really consider this as a resource because it is, it's, it's a true resource and we all needed all the help we can get. So with that, everybody, thank you so much for listening. I love each and every one of you. And please do not forget to bloom where you are planted. 